Welcome to the Candor Communication Podcast, where we discuss interpersonal communication and all the human stuff that gets in the way. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Devon. We are so excited that you're coming on this journey with us. Maybe you want to be more effective in your career. How do I influence people who don't report to me to do what I need them to do? Or you appreciate how precious relationships are? It wasn't long before you know I was shouting out for help and my vision just started narrowing in. And as it started narrowing in, I just locked eyes on my, my wife and daughter and I was just thinking, that's it. Maybe you're tired of trying to fit in. I know how to put on a show. Mm. I've been successful at that. I've got good reactions from that. At the same time, I know deep down that I like someone who's real, authentic, who's vulnerable, and Mm. even if they aren't perfect. Or maybe you just want to communicate better. But there might be that one or two relationships where you just can't seem to really connect, or you just feel like you're talking a different language. It was Stephen Covey, the author of The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, who said that communication is the most important skill for life. I could try to convince you why that is true. But instead, I'll let you hear from Dr. Timothy Levine, a world-leading expert on interpersonal communication and deception, and whose research was the focal point of Malcolm Gladwell's book, Talking to Strangers. And so the question is, what, what kind of got us to the top of the food chain? Humans are very good at working together And not only that, we can pass along knowledge. And this all requires communication. Even more than that, I think it's very clear that having good uh, social integration and good relationships is fundamental to our health. The health advantage of social integration is about the equivalent to smoking or not smoking 15 cigarettes a day. It's more powerful than the effects of obesity on mortality. And of course, the way we have Social integration is through communication. We'll learn about topics like empathy, body language, deception, negotiation, storytelling, emotional intelligence, leadership, and psychology. We'll talk to guests who challenge us. My uh, mother was murdered, you know, and I forgave the young man who murdered her. Inspire us. Eventually, of course, now what I do, I'm the speaker. And I became a martial arts master. I became an international bodybuilding champion, a world championship. I mean, all the things I've now gone to was all the stuff I was scared to death of as a kid. So if you look at your fear and go towards it, I guarantee you in it, you'll find your greatest strength because out of that, you'll overcompensate for it and you become this super powerful person at, at what you thought you were weak at. It's your, it's your greatest strength in waiting if you've just got the courage to face it. And we'll pick up some unusual tactics along the way. I got everyone on the floor and said, right, email is banned. And an easy way to do this, and it feels a little bit weird, but to focus on your big toes on the ground. The idea is to calm down your nervous system into deep breathing, focus on your toes, and you come back into your body and so you don't get wrapped up in, I need to say the perfect thing. If we want to improve our communication, we need to understand ourselves better. I found out that at the age of six months, my mum took me when dad was at work and put me on a doorstep and she left me there. Not only did mum not want me, neither did the people that she left me with as well, right? So when I found out this at 15, I had a pity party for the next 20 years. I turned it into, therefore, I am unlovable. So then 
That was the belief. By trying not to be rejected anymore, I turned into this person that was subconsciously, I didn't know this until I learned all this stuff, I was rejecting people. I was pushing them away. I was getting in first. Challenging that false belief allowed me to then now be the authentic, you know, self-approved person that I am that's enjoying life way better. And I must point out, so are the most of the people that are around me enjoying me a lot more than I was back then. We need to understand other people better. Your brain constructs a whole lot of little models to understand how the world works. The belief that we tend to have is that the models in my head are right and everyone else has probably got the same model. And for most of history, actually wasn't a bad proxy, right? Because we all grew up in the same village. We all saw the same things, danced the same dances, ate the same food, spoke one language. The homogenous group would probably share a lot of mental models. So it was a good proxy for those sorts of environments. Today, we are surrounded by millions of people who are nothing like us, had vastly different experiences growing up, cultures, languages, belief systems, and those mental models in their head may well look nothing like ours. So empathy from my perspective is being able to park mine. Okay, I'm just going to put my mental models on pause understand you and, and what's going on in your head, why you do what you do, try and understand some of your models and use that as a way of working with you more effectively. And we need to learn how to connect with people. If you're not curious, you don't care. I think it starts there. There, there has to be a curiosity about other people. There, there also has to be, I think, some, some humility because there are people who really honestly believe that their culture is the right one. Then you have to have some skill, like what questions and could I ask another person that would actually get this person to open up without feeling threatened? So I don't ask people, where are you from or what do you do? Not if I want to get to know them. I have a friend who's Cuban and we were doing a conference and we were in front of a bunch of people and I asked him, I said, what's your favorite food? This guy, he's Cuban and his family escaped from Cuba, uh, from, you know, Castro. And I'm expecting him to say some sort of Cuban food, right? And he says, pizza. I said, why? And remember, we're in front of about three, 400 people on stage, right? And I asked him this simple question about food. He said, when we escaped from Cuba, we were, went to Panama. And he said, we're walking down the street in the Ciudad de Panama. And he said, I saw that red hat, referring to Pizza Hut. And he said, my family walked in and we ate pizza. And he starts to cry. And wow. he says to me, like no one else was in the room. He mm -hmm. says, to me, pizza means freedom. And sometimes we can touch the soul of another human being through things as simple as food and just getting them to talk about their experience. In the show, we will learn to do all of these things. Join us as we learn to get our message across with more courage, clarity, and connection.